it has to tell, <laughs> it has to tell you <laughs> legally now. Um, I did not update. I did not update the software. It told me that I should, and I was like, I don't have time for this. We're gonna yeah. We're, we're gonna do it just regular old Zoom as it was three months ago. <laughs> if it was good enough then, it's good enough now. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess. I kind of like uh, being being alerted that we're being recorded. Well, yeah. I think it's a nice courtesy. <laughs> I, I know. Off I your wish... ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course, this one is going to be live to tape, so definitely watch. Watch it, you know? Watch watch your ass. Watch, watch your watch your asshole. Yeah, well, yeah. you want to watch that thing. Uh, you leave it out there. You know, I'm surprised because Wynn's usually the one who comes in first. There he is. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. There he is. We got uh we got Mr. Sydney on the line. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I thought I thought he passed so many years ago. Uh is that mute it? Asked to unmute. There we go. Hello. Yeah, I was gonna ask you to unmute. <laughs> Very nice of you. Thank you. Uh, Hi, Mr. Oh. Sydney. Oh, man. <laughs> Guys, boys in the know, episode 46. I know what boys like. I know what guys want. I know what boys like. I got what boys like. I know what boys like. I know what guys want. I see them looking. What the fuck? What is it? Wow. It. it said it couldn't be done, that we couldn't quit and then just do one anyway. They said it wasn't funny. We don't care. Exactly. I'm glad you feel that way. Is this really a time to be funny? Oh, no. In the wake of Hurricane Ida, there's no room for humor. <laughs> how, how, how'd everybody do? I know, when you, you live in Grand Isle. Yeah. So you did you did pretty you did pretty bad. Yeah, we got wiped out. Yeah, you're done for. Damn, dude. Well, all right, Mike, how'd you do? Uh, I did all right. You um went somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was uh, I was. It was fascinating. I was uh, taking a trip anyway. So yeah. I just happened to be out of town when the hurricane happened. Sure. Uh, but uh, then I, I didn't come back as soon as I had planned on because of, uh, well, didn't really seem very much a reason to rush back. There was, no, uh, not at all. Because you stayed the entire time, Joe, right? I did. I, 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 I weathered the storm. I hunkered down. <laughs> did you uh, have any uh, problems uh, feeling uh, like air conditioned? Yeah, yeah, I didn't have power for eight days straight, um, and I, I'm just not the same anymore. What? How do you describe yourself now? Just different. Um, just, you know, it's like I, it's like I look the same, kind of, but you could tell like the light is out in my eyes. 
you know? The lights out in your eyes. So. Yeah. You know, there used to be like a... <laughs> oh, I said that like with Ed, sir, with Ed McMahon sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the lights out in your eyes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Just that, <laughs> just that, that, uh, that wildfire has been extinguished. Yeah. I, you used to care about things. Right, right. And I'm just like, no more. You don't care about things anymore. No. You I don't. have concerns about the world that we live in. All I cared about was this show and the factory. And this show ended, and then the factory blew away <laughs> during Hurricane <laughs> Ida. <laughs> so I don't have anything left, you see. I'm just stripped down to, like, just the bones. Now. You know? Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It feels you good. Like- um, no, but you know, <laughs> this is where we're at. You know, you guys, you guys got out in time. You both quit the factory on the same day, notoriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you threw down your hard hats and you, you just, uh, you know, split. How, how's that been for you? How does that, do you feel like that was the right move now that the factory doesn't exist anymore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was, you know, Less and less, but the factory had less and less support for each factory member, factory worker that left. Sure. And uh, probably the three of us were the only ones holding it up. Yeah. And normally when you would be on vacation, one of us would still be there to hold it up. But since you went on vacation and both of us were already gone, I think that's when the factory collapsed. Yeah. I mean, I would say that there's a, a direct correlation. I think I think <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a it's a pretty funny uh it's a pretty funny the whole thing's like a metaphor for the <laughs> for the, for the management of the store uh, yeah <laughs> it's for sure. just, a, just a big elaborate metaphor yeah it's, it was it was definitely a little on the nose because um when we didn't have power i wasn't sure how bad the storm really was uh versus like what i was looking at and all and all that kind of thing and um, I was like, you know, I looked outside. It didn't look super terrible the next day. I was like, oh, you know, that's that's pretty good. Um, I don't know, but like, I didn't read the news yet, and I joked like, for all I know, the headline is like, the French Quarter has fallen, you know. <laughs> and um, yeah, <laughs> that was the joke I made. And I was like, oh, you know, that kind of happened. It's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of what happened. <laughs> so I feel bad. You know, I feel a little bad. You feel bad for making that joke? Yeah, because you know when you make a joke about something and it comes true, it's your fault. Right. So it's like, ah, shit, I did that with my joke. So God did that just to make you feel bad, basically. That's the power of comedy. I don't know if God <laughs> has anything to do with it. It's more just like comedy. It's just like well, this the comedy, force, you know, that like the comedy got together. Right, and that brings me to today's topic. Norm Macdonald, guys. Comedy God. Dead. <laughs> Dead. You know? Jesus Christ. Who saw that coming, you know? Anybody have him on their list? No. No. Yeah, it, it, it pretty much blindsided me. Yeah. Uh, just thought, and I, I, I watch a lot of his, uh, like, videos on YouTube. Like, you know, very frequently. Probably more than any other comedian. Sure. And... You know, I just I'm so used to like seeing his face in like kind of a thumbnail like format 
Yeah. That I saw it as I was like scrolling on uh, my Facebook feed. And I, it just kind of like registered to me as like, oh, this is just like a like another picture of Norm. Then you read like what it is and it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I was I was like pretty shaken for a while for like, I don't know, a little bit. Yeah, I had noticed the last several years, it's been difficult to find any new material from him. So I was, you know, just wondering why that was. And now it all kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we stopped doing episodes for a little bit. I won't get into that. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be funny if all three of us had cancer, but like none of us hold like the other ones. Yeah, just just so you know, we're all privately fighting terrible, terrible health issues, <laughs> and, just being, <laughs> and just being really brave, like being really, really fucking brave. Our situation was we each told one person, but we told them not to tell the other person. So I know it's, it's true. Yeah, right. Like I know about Mike's thing. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I know about your thing. Hey, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Oh, I know about Wynn's thing. Mike knows about my oh, thing. Oh, man. Okay. We're going to each go around. <laughs> and we're going to say what the other guy has. <laughs> All right. Everybody remember whose thing they knew? Yeah. From when they told them? I'll start. Mike. Buddy. Fucking AIDS, dude. <laughs> That's true. It's, it's been true. AIDS for it's, it's been, been AIDS a- for about two years. Before two. before that, it was only yeah. HIV. Yeah, he did. Ha- yeah, I know. You had. When we I really haven't show. been like taking care of myself. I've been skipping my meds. It's so easy. You have Medicaid. <laughs> like, you're like it's this- too late. It's too late. Oh, it's too late now. Back in the bottle. Once you get so, I'm just I just gotta deal with it now. I guess. And you did it the, the honest way. You got a blood transfusion that was like not in the up and up. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> I didn't do anything. I didn't I didn't do anything sick, you know. You didn't do anything sick except you used a really sketchy doctor to get a blood transfusion. <laughs> you didn't have it to was do a that. lot cheaper, you know? I, I mean that's that's how fucked up our fucking the, the whole That's the way our healthcare here. system is. It's all messed up, man. You shouldn't want to have to save two hundred fucking dollars going to that guy. I saw that setup, man. It wasn't good. Honestly, anyway. though, despite having AIDS, <laughs> if I hadn't gotten that blood transfusion, I'd be dead already. That's true. If that bought you time, and I think you've you, you used it really well, personally. Thank you. Well, yeah. Mike needed to get the sympathy, but it's hard to get the sympathy when AIDS is so easy to cure these days. So he had to kind of let it progress to where it was way far gone. And then I get forgot. The, the no, he just forgot. He, like, he had the little <laughs> thing with the days where you put the pill in it. It's like, oh, it's Wednesday. Pop it. Do the Wednesday. He didn't do any of that. I don't, I don't appreciate your tone, Wynn. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know how you feel when I, tell Joe, when I tell Joe and all the listeners that you have lupus. Oh, yeah. damn. That's my thing. There, there it is. When? How did it happen? Bonnaroo? Yeah, when I went to Bonnaroo. Hmm. I got lupus from this uh, from this kid. It was a stray dog that was wandering around, and uh, I cooked it for dinner, and it gave me lupus. You do that. That's how you get lupus. Yeah. Yeah, and and you thought it would never bite. (laughs) Thought it never bite you in the ass. Here we are. 
it came back to have lupus in my ass. Do you blame everything on having lupus too? Is that you? Are you one of the? Yeah. Yeah, I mean you got to be right. Yeah, it's kind of well, like social, right. Basically. Yeah, like if you have lupus, you kind of like it's kind of your duty to just like always be having lupus. You know? I mean, lupus Lupus is kind of like a full-time disease. It is. It's exactly. Lupus is I mean, not that, that other diseases like... aren't, I guess. No, no. I don't know what a part-time disease is. Lupus doesn't care that you're late for the policeman's ball. It's all I'll say. You know? It's a real oh, shame. Man. You know, you're getting ready. Like, honey, come on. We're already late. The car is downstairs. And it's like, I'm sorry, I have lupus, so I don't, I don't know what the fuck you tell you. I'm not even dressed. But, but that, that explains <laughs> why why Wayne has always been late for the policeman's ball. I know that you were curious about it, Joe. I didn't want to tell you. Oh my god, he's always rushing in. He's like, "Why are you putting on your jacket as you're walking in, dude?" Like, <laughs> what the hell? Did you comb your hair off a chicken bone? What's going on? It's hard to tie the bow tie when you have lupus. Thing is though you do you do get together by the end of the night you're having fun you're looking good so yeah. i i would say very you're very brave because i, I couldn't well, tell have, you i just thought you were late for the ball like a lot they, they have a nice bathroom at the policeman's ball and the lighting is very pleasant inside the bathroom so i feel confident when i'm in there oh okay it shows it is a nice bathroom god you know we never talked about this the policeman's ball is the best it's like, my, it's, like, you know, it's like my favorite time of the year. You get to dress up. You get to see all the, the policemen. It's Where do you think I got AIDS? <laughs> oh, fucking God damn it. Yeah. From the DJ? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, no. The yeah. blood transfusion. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you met the doctor at the policeman's ball. He's like, look, I fix up cops all the time on the cheap. You know, they get shot in a drug deal that went awry. They don't want to report that shit. They go to this guy. Yeah. I get why you thought it was safe. He had an acceptable <laughs> AIDS to not AIDS ratio of that's, patients. That's what I mean. Like, he's like I'm I not going to really be, be the one aiding me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you had a 70 30 chance. I get why you thought you were going to be on the 70 side, you know? Yeah. But 30% chance is really high. <laughs> <laughs> Mike just wanted some first aid, but he got AIDS first. Oh, oh, oh uh, boy. man, that's tough. So uh, who's left? <laughs> well, Mike, I got to tell you what Joe's issue is. Oh yeah, that's uh, right. Like, hmm, wait, is it me? <laughs> I'm nervous. What's, what's, I, I know what it is, what, but I don't want you to know. What's he got? Bladder. The bladder. He's he's <laughs> got. Blood, he's got bladder. Dude, this thing's a mess. <laughs> I got one of those. No, this is. You don't even know. His bladder, is, his bladder has holes in it. Yeah, it's like attacking my other shit. It's like his bladder's <laughs> like a. It's kind of like a paper bag. Yeah, it's uh, like. It doesn't well, stretch. Do you feel that you that? Because of that, do you feel that you can like hold it longer because it just seeps out through your body? Or do you feel yeah, I, like I can... a greater obligation to urinate more frequently so that that doesn't happen? Unfortunately, very little gets to my penis. It does just kind of <laughs> spread out through my body. Um, 
which is really bad for you. It's bad for it's bad for your joints. It's bad for your blood. Yeah, it sounds like it can give you arthritis. Um, I have a lot of trouble taking in oxygen, which no one talks about. <laughs> no one talks about how I have so much trouble taking in oxygen. I thought you had asthma. It's like the least of my worries now because of bladder, you know? Wow. <laughs> yeah, this thing's going fucking ape shit. A doctor cried. <laughs> they're like not even you emotional don't like that. that. You don't want that. You don't want the doctor crying. Yeah, like this is the worst bladder I've ever seen. I was like, damn. And they see like hundreds a day. Can they do transplants or that sort of thing? You know, it's like if they it's like if they said if they cut me open, it gets out. It's better for whatever is going on to just stay stay here inside inside me. Your bladder's um, supposed to be like pinkish color, but Joe's is like purple. Yeah. Both wow. cute. Both like cute deep, colors. Purple. Yeah. Well, I gotta say, that's very brave. Thank you. And you know, the two, the, the two or three times a week I do urinate, it is wild. <laughs> <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't wish it on anybody. I will say. But, uh, so, yeah. So, obviously, people always ask us, why did we stop the show? I would say would be these three extremely private battles that we, we just shared with you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I'm guys- glad that we shared it because as much as I admire Norm MacDonald's, uh, you know, bravery and like keeping, you know, uh, his life uh, private, I feel, I feel a lot better now that our audience knows that I have AIDS. I do too. Because I had a lot of trouble, like not mentioning that a lot, so it really helps. What just to me about about me having AIDS or about your bladder? Um, both of them, really. I mean, I wanted the sympathy for the the bladder, and I wanted to dunk on you for the AIDS, and I couldn't do either. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's like no one's feeling bad <laughs> for me. I'm not dunking on Mike. What's well, been feeling? You know, I wanted sympathy. <laughs> I wanted sympathy for the AIDS and, and the ability to dunk on win for the lupus. So I can sure. understand what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Right. You get what I mean. You're like, oh, I no one feels like, bad. <laughs> Look at that guy over there with lupus. Right. Exactly. The weird thing is, is that lupus is L and AIDS is A and bladder is B. So L A B that spells lab. And I traced it all back to the lab in Wuhan. Oh shit. Are you talking about COVID? Well, the same lab. Think about it. Fuck, it makes a lot of sense. Do you think think about her? I don't know. I don't remember. Think about her. (laughs) Give it a just give it a nice thinking. Yeah, it's like you're talking about a you're talking about it like it's a like it's a like it's a boat. You know, I don't think people really gender labs like that. (laughs) They should, and they should christen them too. (laughs) I feel She's like if you don't like smash a champagne bottle on the on the like fucking like Bunsen burner or something. Yeah, no, it's gotta be like a beaker full of science potion. It's like boom, smash it. Yeah, you know, whatever they're concocting in there. It'd be hydrochloric acid. Oh, that would burn right through anything. I think. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's how you put the door on the lab. You're like, oh, there's a wall and you just throw the beaker of hydrochloric acid at it. Should that's we how you get into the lab? Should we all get a job at a lab? I think that'd be kind of fun. Oh. It'd have like a disorderlies vibe to it. Does anyone remember disorderlies? <laughs> you two would like have to get perfect. really fat, by the way. I don't have to do anything. You guys have to <laughs> You guys gotta get up to me or, or beyond. Ideally, I'd like to be the small fat one. So I'd like you both to get considerably fatter than me. If you can. It's a little hard for me to put on weight with the AIDS and everything. I no kidding, man. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Whew, now I feel bad. Um, has anyone seen the uh, Boys in the No Iceberg that's been going around on Reddit? Dude, <laughs> oh, I awesome. saw that. I thought that was really cool, man. I think, um, you know, I don't know if we're ever going to do an episode again <laughs> after this. But I would really love to get into this thing at some point. This is really interesting stuff. Well, I mean, I, I guess we're, I'll leave I guess it at we're that. Pretty, pretty much into it. it now. I mean, uh, you want to talk about it now? You want to talk about it now? Should we? Dare we? I don't know. It's more of a deep dive thing. You you can't like talk about it on the the most recent episode. Yeah, this is like a this is like a catching up kind of thing. You know, we how's the spinoff going? Bad. I'm you know I'm shopping it around, <laughs> but you know it's a weak premise, and I'm having trouble motivating. It's it's called Joe. I think it's I think it's gonna be called Joey. I don't know. I don't know. That's tough. You know, that's a tough one. Well, weren't you, weren't wasn't there an idea that like uh, like the three of us have like an individual spinoff? Like you would be just Joe. I would be oh, yeah. nearly Mike. I can't remember what Wins was. I you know Wins had a really a really good name though. That's a shame. Do you think it set the schedule back um, for the spinoff when you were didn't have power for eight days? You know, I really was going to get cooking. <laughs> That's something I felt, but I don't know. Who's to say? I really was having trouble motivating on that project. But uh, stay tuned. Right? I'm excited. Hey, thanks. That's all that matters to me. So um, how's your... How's the trash pickup going in your area? Oh, it's um, there's garbage everywhere, and uh, I don't have trash cans anymore. They so yeah. so got blown away. <laughs> that's right. So that's oh, been man. a lot of fun. Um, there's Ooh, trees everywhere. Sick. I like walking around because you could get like trapped in a wooded area. It's sort of almost like you wander into like a caved-in area. It's kind of neat. <laughs> like, oh, there's the way I came in is the only way to get here. <laughs> <laughs> or where I am now, <laughs> you know. Let me go double back where I came because there's no power and um, woods everywhere. You know what I liked? I'll tell you what I liked. I liked that I found uh, like an Amazon package, like unattended, like outside that got like blown in the middle of the street, and inside was some soap, and I needed soap, so I took it home. Oh. Yeah, it was like uh, four bars of Dove soap in a Ziploc bag in a in a destroyed Walmart box. I was like, "Oh shit!" Hey, that ain't bad. No, I was like, you know what? 
you know, God, God, you know, he, he'll close the door, but he'll open up a window. Yeah, that's making up for that bladder thing. Oh, Jesus Christ. Rubbing my insides out. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a lot. But yeah, it's it's really cool. I like the, I like walking around in like the ruins of of my neighborhood. Lots of stuff just totally fucked up. Like the the gas station, like, uh, looks like it's upside down. That's my favorite one. I'm like, this is like, a, you're upside down now. That's fucking cool. <laughs> They're still running. Everything's fine. It's just upside down now. That's fine. <laughs> you know, it's like, we're resilient people. So if I got to walk on the fucking ceiling, I'll do it. Because this is Louisiana, baby. Too bad it's not like a Dairy Queen. Oh, I know. Nothing, it wouldn't matter. When you order it on um, Uber Eats, the pictures of the, the, the Dairy Queen frozen desserts are upside down. Yeah. <laughs> like to illustrate that you could do that. Like like gravity applies to a graphic, you know, like I mean, you know. <laughs> if you if you order Dairy Queen anything. on Uber Eats. What's that? Have you ordered like Dairy Queen ice cream on Uber Eats? Um yeah, we yeah, I got it once. Put a, put I've never, I've never ordered ice cream on, on like a service like that. Is, they, it, they, is it like melted when it gets to you? No, they give you like, usually there's like a couple of like cups in there that are sealed and have ice in them. So it Whoa. It. Yeah. So it keeps it pretty cold. It's usually like very cold when you get it. I order yogurt. Dude, that's kind of a good idea. Berry. Yeah. Like if you just wanted some ice, you could just order something cold from Dairy Queen. Oh yeah, you'll get some ice if you if you like just ice. <laughs> it's it's kind of it's kind of cool. Can you order <laughs> just ice? They, like, can you order like just that. like a, like, a, like a little cup of ice? No, you gotta get like onion rings and like a like a dessert. <laughs> can I have can I have a small order of onion rings and a cup of ice, please? You know what? And ladies, especially, if you're trying to like get skinny, I know the summer's over, but it doesn't mean stop, you know. I would say that's a great, <laughs> that's a great meal. Just like onion rings and a cup of ice. Yeah. And what happened really, to white boy summer? What happened to white boy summer? You know, I didn't poke my head out too much. I know I'm Hispanic, so I, I could have participated if I wanted to. I just sat it out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> You can go. No one's gonna bat an eyelash. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess when you're 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 uh, you and I are whiter than Joe is. Oh yeah. Uh. <laughs> you're whiter than me. Did what? Well, did you have a? Did you have a white boy summer at all, or is it just uh, was it all just uh, one of those internet hoaxes? Well, by the time I heard about it, it was. It was over. Damn shame. What did you have one? No. No. You didn't uh (laughs) (laughs) you didn't like rage out and then go home and eat like a ivermectin and peanut butter sandwich. I've had 41 white boy summers. I think I'm okay on white boy summers. Damn, you should write a book. (laughs) That's a that's that's a hell uh huge amount of white that would be a good title for your for your memoirs like uh, 42 <laughs> white boy summers and counting 
Oh, and counting is nice because then, you, you know, 10 years, you're probably 43 through 50, whatever. Yeah. You made the sequel of like 10 more white boy summers. Yeah. Whoa, man. <laughs> this white boy crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Have a little thing in the back of comedy, Natty Lights you drink. I think my last white boy summer was the year I went to Bonnaroo, and that was a long time ago. That oh, was the geez. first Bonnaroo. Jeez, and that went so bad for you. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, aside from the lupus, it was probably pretty fun. All that, that was to see ween, dude. All that to see ween for the yeah. 80th time. <laughs> 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 You've already seen them. So, Mike, you back in the uh, cemetery? Yeah. How's it going out there? Oh, you know, just uh, dealing with, uh, you know, the corpses. Sure, yeah. It's Actually, hard digging all these graves, but it is like, it's uh, getting, I've got like very uh, bulky rotator cuffs now. Do you nice. really? Yeah. You're looking, you're looking. looking you see me, my shoulders look like, uh, look like, uh. If um fans fans of both boys and survivor and really they go hand in hand. Mike looks and I'm looking at him on the Zoom chat right now. He looks a lot like James from Survivor, who was also a grave digger from Louisiana. And they have very similar frames. Again, I think people sleep on that Mike was a football player. And I can't I don't know why. Like it definitely like he's a bad dude, you know, like an athlete type guy. I don't know why people always are like, oh Mike's a wiener. No, I play it cool, but I can I ain't kick your ass. Dude, no, I, you don't have to tell me. I know all about it. I'm just saying. I think people sleep on that. It's really low on the iceberg. Mike's fight football career. I'm like, it should be a little higher up. Whoever made that. I would I would have bumped it up higher, but Yeah, well, it's all right. I mean, people don't people we only talk about it, you know, every once in a while. But yeah, I was on the football team for like the better part of one season in the seventh grade and yeah, so. And they called you the grave digger. That's true. It's not even true. It isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Is it true that's your favorite uh, monster truck? Uh, it's one of the few monster trucks that I'm aware of. <laughs> yeah, I don't have favorites. You know the two, and then you pick. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like Bigfoot or Grave Digger? Uh, do you see there was a monster truck rally a few months ago? Uh. And the um, what is now the uh, Caesars Superdome? Oh, thank you for bringing that up. I'm so glad. I'm so glad about that. What? I love the I love the new sponsor. Yes. Uh, do you think? I noticed that some people think it's a little controversial, uh, just in the sense that Caesars, as a their brand, right? They use they use like an old like an older style font that makes it look like it's like from ancient history. So it's, it's, you know, it's not even really appropriate for the, for the era. I don't think, I mean, I don't really know like what Latin like calligraphy is, but it looks like it's carved into like a wall or something. But anyway, it just says like Caesars and that like old, like a very jagged angular font. And then Superdome and like just a very uh, regular modern font. Yeah, it's almost like a papyrus juxtaposed with um, like a, yeah. 
I don't know what the font uh, for Superdome is, but no, it's actually called Papyrus the, either. But, but. It's called the Caesar Salad Dome now. Oh, I tell you what, you know, I, I uh, I'm trying to stay healthy. That's ladies again. That's a really nice lunch if you want to have like a nice healthy healthy snack instead of like um, like bonbons or whatever. I would check out a big a big Caesar salad like the size of the Superdome. If it were up to me. When Caesars bought the Superdome, I would have changed the name to the Coliseum. Oh, fuck yeah. Definitely would have been cool. Hey, you know what the Superdome is called in, in my hometown? What? The Coliseum. Oh, I bet that place is cool as hell. Yeah. It was it was the last place that Elvis played before he died. What? And the other what? day they had a monster truck rally there. Oh, I bet they did. I was gonna ask. <laughs> what um what do you think the last song Elvis ever played was? Probably Hound Dog, right? Yeah. I would think it was probably like he's like, all right, one more, baby. You know, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did a little Elvis there. I'm sorry. I don't usually do it. He actually he had another follow-up hit, but what it wasn't as, as a chart topper, but it was a follow-up to Hound Dog and it was called Pound Cat. Oh. You ain't nothing <laughs> but a pound cat. Uh, yeah, and all the time. I would adopt this cat. <laughs> like, you know, I sure hope you like Andy Feast. <laughs> I got plenty. Yeah. You apartment. like stuff that smells like fish? You're going to love me undies. <laughs> I'll leave them everywhere. I'll leave them all over the place. Um, definitely Hound Dog. What do you, what do you think? <laughs> what do you think it was the last song you played was? I don't know. Can you uh, look that up? Is that like a known fact? No, I mean, the, the only known fact is that he uh, liked peanut butter and quaalude sandwiches. Mm. Yeah. I bet it was in the ghetto. What do you think? Last song Elvis sang before he died. Yeah, not after. <laughs> 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 That's a whole other kind of Elvis. Blue, okay. Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain is the last song Elvis ever played live. I don't even know that one. But um, that's it. All right. Blue Probably eyes great. Crying yeah. in the rain. There's no way it's not exactly how you're singing it there. That's probably exactly <laughs> correct. Can't imagine <laughs> anything but that. Yeah. That must have been really emotional because I'm sure everyone knew oh, he's gonna, everyone knew he was gonna die, right? Like, oh man, that's it. That's really it. That's gonna go fucking die. <laughs> Dressing. Can you imagine like being at one of the last shows that Elvis did, or the last show he ever did? Yeah. And thinking like, that guy looks like shit. <laughs> For sure, he must have looked awful. <laughs> like, you I mean, know. <laughs> <laughs> didn't he like he died like something like 49 days after his last performance i'm reading here it seems that might be correct so yeah. basically that's like a month and a half where uh, people thought man elvis lost it <laughs> just straight up like he's bad now and then you know he died and they're like oh legend r.i.p <laughs> never did anything shitty he was awesome when i saw him <laughs> Like yeah, two months ago, he was. He showed shit. pictures of him when he was younger. Yeah, exactly. When he played "Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain," I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> that song is so good." 
Guys? Well, you know, uh, like, I saw, like, uh, Norm MacDonald did stand-up uh, shortly before, like, the lockdown happened with COVID. It was mm-hmm. kind of big thing on the internet for a while of uh, him doing the stand-up set right before the shutdown where he was only talking about COVID and uh, how uh, dangerous it was. He looked like shit. Dude, everyone yeah. looks like shit now. I look horrible right now. It's, no, it's I look, fucked look up. Fine. No. Thank you for saying that, but... That Norm McDonald looks fine? I bet we look about the same right now. You and Norm McDonald, he's been dead for a couple of days. Yeah, a couple of days. Not like a fucking week. I think... I think he caught up to me by now. Um, we got... <laughs> Five minutes left. Do you guys want to go for one more segment or you want to just do a short one? Up to you. I think, well, I don't know. Do you have to go win? Yeah, no, I'm good. Right, so you want to okay, do one more? Well, I'm good for doing another one. Yeah, we, could, uh, we could take a little break and maybe we could get into this um, this iceberg a little bit that's been going around on Reddit. Seems like uh, yeah. I feel like we've only got to the tip of the iceberg of this iceberg. Oh yeah, that's where you start, and you know, and we'll go, we'll go all the way down because this is. Wait, what is the tip of the iceberg anyway? It's like. Uh, it's my mother. Like fast food ads. Oh Uh, no! Yeah, my mother is the tip of the iceberg. So we'll start with her. Yes, she is. (laughs) Yeah, whoever made this has a hell of a sense of humor. Um, I didn't see the name (laughs) of the Reddit user that did that, but special thanks to them. I appreciate that people still still talk about the show, even though we haven't done an episode. And honestly, we've had longer gaps than this before. It was you like, <laughs> slash, slash Butt Farm sixty nine. Yeah, like I think the uh, between a Christmas special, which isn't even technically an episode anymore, and Apple Boys, it's like five and a half months. <laughs> like it's like really long. And then we didn't do like another one for like two months after that. So, I mean, I definitely would say that there's been bigger droughts than our retirement. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll see We'll see how it goes. I'm sure, uh, you know, I didn't tell anyone we were doing this. So, this would be, this would be a nice surprise, you know. And, uh, I, and you guys both know it's live to tape, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. So, try to. Yeah. So, you know, try don't, to. Don't pull any crap, Win. Yeah, don't pull any of that. You know, basically, when. That attitude has got to go. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Literally, that's all I want. If you could just not a whole bunch, I'm going to be so over the moon. You got it, buddy. Thank you. That's awesome. So we got two and a half minutes before we go, go on a little break. I'm going to maybe crack open a busy. Mike, you still not drinking? How's that going? I was hanging out. I love that. When you having a Manhattan later or what? Later on, not not yet. It's not even uh, six o'clock yet. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna have a busy on our break, and, <laughs> and uh, we'll be back in a little bit after some nonsense that I'll cut in. I'm Brian McLaren, and I'd like to show you my technique of using photonic therapy to treat a person. If you'd come in and take a seat, please. I use a gas lift 
typist chair without arms. We'll show you why later. And I'll lower the chair to suit the ladies. If you take your shoes off, please. My, my torches are kept in a disinfectant between clients, so I have a nice sterile unit to start with each time. And place the torch on the point for five seconds. One, two, three, four, five. Finding an anatomical landmark like the knobby bones of the ankle, fall into the hole behind the ankle. One, two, three, four, five. And this is the most important point in the whole body, and it does everything. It'll raise blood pressure, lower blood pressure, increase stomach acidity, lower stomach acidity. On the arms, there's five points. So there are six points on both legs, of course, and five points on both arms. So we'll mark these. And I always make the joke that once I've marked a person, they're not allowed to have a bath for six weeks. It saves on soap, and they'll find out who their friends are. So we have six points on the legs, five on the arms, and three down the back. The last point I treat and the took your trousers. <laughs> and uh, the light will go through the white cloth so we can sort of go through white or red, but if the lady had uh, dark colored dundies on, we'd just have to move them sideways. <coughs> so now it's just a matter of treating whatever the specific problem was, either bad knees or whatever. Thank you. Possibly a special guest. I've been told. Must be a special guest. Hey, before before we get to that though, I want to say something. Sure. Well, uh, this is uh, you know a Norm Macdonald uh, tribute episode. It is. And I wanted to do a Norm Macdonald impression. I I'd love to hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah, segment two. Hey, he would have loved that. Because <laughs> it came from a man, and I don't think he thought women were very funny. But I'm super stoked to have you both here for a second segment. It's been a long time since we, we did segments, you know? Yeah. Last time we just... Yeah, I was just, I was just uh, discussing with uh, someone that uh, the since the pandemic started we've been doing it over zoom except for uh the most recent uh, series finale right which we did in person the last in-person episode for sure yeah <laughs> yeah i never want to be in the same room as you two ever again that's, that's that seems sure. like a long time ago now it was well, we might in a lot of ways in room together again <laughs> if this age keeps up yeah that's true if you just take your combo here it would not be. Yeah, but I forget. It's weird. You got to take so much of it. 
You do. It's a lot of pills. I think it should just be one big one. Boom. Done so for the week. You're also like not supposed to eat pizza and stuff. So stupid. Yeah. Like get real. It's like, um, but whatever they say that uh, it's a miracle that a disease this bad can be treated so easily now. Yeah, that's the world we're living in. L- lucky you. But I, I just, I just, I just forget. <laughs> I, I, you got a lot going on. I kind of get it. Yeah. I feel like um, the world is falling apart in every single way, except you can treat AIDS now. Yeah. It's the um, one thing that's going right, except for you gotta my- take the bad with the good. Yeah, like there's no cure for bladder or whatever's happening to me. But yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that. I'm glad that Mike, you still got options, even if you're being kind of like flipping about them. You know, you should probably maybe get a little yeah. serious about it. But I get it; you got stuff to do. Well, it's AIDS now. It's not even. It's not. You know, yeah, yeah. it's just a matter of time. It's just funny. My T cells yeah. have dropped since yeah. the since we started recording. Wynn needs a kidney transplant. I mean, he's going to hell. Yeah, but like 7.45 p.m., you're right there in front of City Hall, dressed for the nines. You know what I mean? I appreciate that <laughs> um, about you. Are we going to talk about the fact that our mayor, <laughs> uh, Latoya Cantrell, is had a very controversial tenure, I would say, in, in certain regards. Sure. Uh, uh, most uh, recently, um, the uh, situation with the handling of the hurricane, particularly with uh, the handling of the of the you know garbage afterwards, and oh sure, yeah, labors, yeah. Uh, the trash collectors and stuff. She is uh, essentially uh, she's running for re-election this year, like almost unopposed. So far, a little more on that later, but yeah. Oh yeah, something you got an announcement? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say I might have something to say about that. All right. Yeah. I look forward to it. Yeah. Well, Ray Nagan also ran uh, after Hurricane Katrina and got reelected, but then sometime after that, he went to jail for corruption. That's the guy from Walking Dead. Yeah. Mm. He I was like released. <laughs> they let him out. Even though he killed that man with a bat. Well, it was a dead guy, right? <sighs> I don't remember. I think that you shouldn't even hit a dead guy with a bat. I think no. that is probably against the law. Yeah. No, it should at least uh, be littering. It should at least be littering because you're getting you're getting skull and all sorts of other just like part of my language nasty crap all over the sidewalk, you know, or wherever yeah. you found the guy. <laughs> I guess you can find him lots of places. Yeah. Uh, well, they're out there. Oh, for sure, right now there's a dead body somewhere in New Orleans just on discomfort. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody knows. No one's even worried about this person yet. But they are. Yeah. They're dead. Let's play a game. Okay. I'm going to describe somebody and see if you can uh, think of who I'm talking about. I love that. It's... uh, Okay, you ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
he's got an apron on and he's on heroin. Oh. The white guy who works at Monty's. Not close enough. (laughs) (laughs) It's not? I was thinking of a different guy, I guess. Mm. They're talking about like one of those shoe shiners. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Oh man, they must. That was be, a tough one. <laughs> they must be just like dying to, to shine up a nice, a nice pair of uh, Adidas Sambas. Yeah, it's got to be hard because, like, you know, New Orleans uh, is known for its known for its culture, known for music, known for people spraying like tennis shoes with Windex for $20. Those guys are all dying without the factory, man. That's true. Sure, we did manufacture uh, a very integral product to their day-to-day operations. Wonder what Norbert's doing. He's having a... He's having a heck of a time having a smooth action figure like chess and just <laughs> spreading good vibes everywhere. You know, I miss him though. I miss everybody out there. Um, you know, hope you're safe. Hope you're hearing my voice. <laughs> I bet Marino's that. down there. Marino, oh. as some of you may know, is uh, also known as the Tamale Man. Yeah. Uh, walks around the French Quarter. Uh, just getting blackout drunk every single day and, and, and singing and yelling and uh, occasionally selling a tamale or two. An incredible business model. that <laughs> uh, He has his wife make a bunch of tamales. And he's like, all right, I'm going to be back lousy drunk with some of these. <laughs> <laughs> lousy drunk in like 15 <laughs> hours. And half, I'll still have half the tamales. And like and like six bucks in my pocket. Yeah, here's six dollars. Make me fifty more tamales. <laughs> Do you think he just eats those tamales for dinner, or she cooks him something else? That family has not eaten a non-tamale in four years. It's their life. Do they eat the same kind of tamales? No, I think sometimes you get like a like a like a cream cheese guava. I used to have like bean tamales. I remember that. I remember that. I think he was like trying to tap into the hipster market a little bit. Yeah. You got me. You got me. Every time you had bean, I'd get it. Even though it's like, I, frankly, I found them to be, the to be very dry. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're, they were incredibly bad compared to the other two. And I was like, hmm, little ethical choice I made. I'm so proud of myself. Like, was it worth the small amount of attention I got when I, I chose beans? I don't think it was. Um, but then also, sometimes you would get like a chicken tamale, and Ooh. all that would be inside is like a completely shattered chicken bone. <laughs> or sometimes you would get a pork tamale, and all there would be is like a small amount of pork fat. Mm, just grizzly, very tough to chew. Grizzly. Sorry, not grizzly. Grizzly. Yeah, man, the pork fat, that one made me almost vomit one time. I really did not, <laughs> I did not like, I really confidently bit down on a giant piece of fat and it, it was, it wasn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> it made me feel really weird. Yeah. The lesson, um, the lesson to learn is after you eat a bunch of those is to not ever eat them again. 
yeah, I kind of stopped getting them because, like, ah, the novelty of this is just so beyond gone for me. I, I must have eaten like you know fifty of those fucking things. Like, wh- why am I gonna eat another one? I'm good, <laughs> you know. The most irritating thing about Somali man, although I love the guy, was all the people that wanted to show off that they could speak Spanish around him. Oh yeah. I like to show off that I am a Puerto Rican who can't speak Spanish around him. I'm like <laughs> I just like <laughs> like furrow my brow at him, like, what what's that? <laughs> what do you need? <laughs> sir? Marino. Please tell me in English, sir. <laughs> you say burrito? <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past me. Well, let's talk about let's talk about let's talk about a uh, uh, Sergio, or as I like to call him, Dark Marino. He is Dark Marino. <laughs> it's like if Marino okay, didn't have a family, and instead he had this like insane need to take as much human growth hormone as possible. You yeah, know, Sergio. It's just like take out the family, add HGH, and then boom, that's the guy you. Yeah. Get. Um, I actually miss his overpriced bland concoctions. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they were kind of charming. I like how enthusiastic you would get about just like complete snake oil salesman type of like. It's like got those burritos. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is the Santa Fe shrimp. I'm like, you could have said shrimp, man. Like, <laughs> what What do you think I'm thinking when you say Santa Fe? I give a fuck is in that thing. Like, what, what, what's it? Yeah, like it, like, it, like it might be, it might be seasoned or something. It might be, but rarely seasoning is like the weakest point of those burritos. Is that they're not very well. Nothing is well seasoned, and you could tell. Do you remember his breakfast burritos, which was just like five scrambled eggs without any salt or anything inside I know. of a tortilla? Yeah, I was like, what the. <laughs> actual if there was like any there there was like meat in it you could tell he really used like the bottom of the barrel like ingredients like the meats that were like always really bad like the sausage in it it was like these are like little jimmy bean guys like i know these guys yeah <laughs> you know he just like put in like shitty frozen you know sausage in it like <laughs> this is like i can make this at home like you really didn't do anything cool here. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up that you're selling this for $8. The problem, the problem is once he starts describing the, the menu to you, you have to order one just to get him to shut up about what's in the burritos. A hundred percent, yeah. And yeah it's just like, give me that one because he's like, oh, it has like 18 things in it. Yeah, it's like, cool, cool, cool. I guess I'll just have <laughs> the beef stroganoff. Please stop talking. <laughs> You know, fucking beef stroganoff burrito. I've never had that one. <laughs> I had it like one time, and I was just like, it had like obviously canned sliced carrots in it. Oh man, <laughs> like, I was like, this is rough. And you know, <laughs> and also, um, Jen, who's played by our friend uh, Mitzi, Mitzi Fairchild, she would always, she'd always bust, I guess, her character would, or, or the person. Either way, it doesn't matter. One of them would bust my balls about how bad they were. I couldn't like buy them in front of her. You know, like she she make it's like I'm 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 starving. I have eight dollars. Like whatever. Like I just want to do this thing, and then she's gonna make fun of me the whole time I'm eating it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd have to like I'd have to like turn it away even if I wanted it if she was there because she was gonna ruin it for me. 
Right. So, She's gonna ruin the trash food that you're just trying to get down. I'm just trying, trying to get. I'm it. just trying to get through the next five and a half hours until I could go and take the shit that I take at the end of my shift, that where I come out with my bag on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or you're like, all right, last half hour is free play. <laughs> you know, you know that move. I just want to get to that that part of my day. And, uh, you know, screws on out of there. But yeah. no such luck. No such luck. Um, she's in the iceberg. She's she's right below the uh, the iceberg. She's the first thing underneath the iceberg. It's <laughs> Mitzi Fairchild. Um, really, really funny. Really funny lady. Um, Mike, do you remember any, any memories of Mitzi? Uh, I remember... You remember that time that she uh, came over back in like the no zone days and uh, she had um, like a bag of uh, what were they? They were like sour Skittles or something. And uh, she said, hey, I've got a good premise for the show. And we said, what? And she said, what if we pretend that these sour Skittles are barbiturates? Oh, yeah, I remember that. We got three episodes out of that. We got three great episodes. Dude, those weren't really barbiturates? No. No. No, we no. can't do barbiturates on a podcast. No, that's um all what you heard there was acting, and we did a pretty good job, I thought, of sounding like fucked up, you know, like all fucked up. Did you say acting? My the third <laughs> barbiturates forever, we were just like screaming things at each other. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The energy is really chaotic by the end. I think we did a really good job of conveying what it'd be like if we were like just like uh, hopped up on goofballs, you know. But missing drugs and getting drunk. Yeah, it did sound like that. Um, so the top of the iceberg is is my uh, is my mother, um, but I don't think Mama we. I don't know. I'm not sure. I guess she's on the top. I guess because I, I mention her every episode. So yeah, yeah. So you know, count? one thing about this show it's that Joe talks about his mom sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Okay, I mean, they got me there. I wanted to put it at the top, but I get it. Um, next down, though, is is Mark Wilk. You're on Mark Wilk. Mark Wilk, uh, who we slandered. I think it was one of the one of the uh, original sins of the show. Yeah, I would say so. I think it's our our big. It's our boldest move, but maybe one of our worst plays. I would say. It's what got you the early views, though. Oh, yeah. People wanted, people were eating up. You know, like, you got to think that at the time, like, there's like Jeffrey Epstein was a big thing. Um, you know, crypto yeah. and all that stuff was like really emerging in the, in, the, in the news space, like more than it ever had before. And I think it was just sort of like us trying to create a character that sort of fit that sort of thing, you know, just this like crypto trading pedophile that I went to high school with not based on a person I actually went to high school with for anything kind of thing, you know? Right. So you I mean, got to jump right into the controversy. Yeah, that's what I thought. And um, we did end up dropping that, but I, I always kind of had a soft spot. for Mark. I always thought that was kind of fun. We'll call him up. Well, he's not real. See how his crypto's doing. Mm, I bet, I bet, honestly, he probably cleaned up if I, if I had to guess. Uh, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby, comedy legend. 
Yeah, and you know, I think uh, I think this is so high up there because I feel like it was one of those early things that we kind of riffed on a lot. And then when the show ended, our first run, he got released from prison pretty much like the same week. So that's yeah. kind of like, I feel like in a lot of ways, we were keeping him in jail. Um, yeah, Can I do a Bill Cosby impression? Have... Yeah, yeah, please do. Oh, that's good. Uh, you want to hear mine? Yeah. Uh, you give the quaaludes to the women, you see. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, who's he talking to there? Like, um, like OJ said. <laughs> <laughs> he's giving advice to to like younger serial rapists. Yeah, I'm wondering who he's telling that to because it seems like you what you have there is too evil, man. I'd like to get to the bottom. Yeah. If we could. So next down uh, on the iceberg, uh, it's the first one of the next level down. It's the fast food ads. And uh, we get asked about these a lot. Um, I guess that's kind of my thing. Is yeah. That, um, basically, when you get the ads for your show, you get a list of sort of like the breakdown of the demographic of your like listenership. And I guess like a lot of people who listen to this show are like, like, like dumb, fat fucks. So like, right. like you're right. So it's like fast food is like gonna be normally who you know like be spending their advertising money on on a show like this. So if you hear a lot of like ads for like greasy fat shithead food, you know, I mean, well, you know, I mean, you know, you say I mean, that, but I feel like one thing that we don't get enough credit for <laughs> is uh, getting BB King to come in and record a Burger King ad specifically to be aired on our on our program. That was huge, and he was so fucking nice. And talk about a fat fuck, but I mean, he's a great oh. musician. Oh, yeah. Dick like a horse. Can really, really he, get on that guitar had, like nobody's business. What's up, with? He had 16 different kids by 16 different women. That's Most amazing. of them underage. That's hey, uh, check this out. That's it's a multi. It's a multi-level kind of thing because, first of all, you don't have to advertise... Uh, fast food to fat fucks because they're going to eat it anyway. That's and second true. of all, it's like it's just good. It's a good thing. It's like a good business practice because the food's delicious. Yeah, the food's really good. That's the thing people talk about uh, with fast food a lot is how how good. It you're is. not even lying. It's like truth in advertising. You're just saying, yeah. hey, this is good food at good prices. Yeah, you should just really just take advantage of that. Yeah, you can get it so fast. Too. Yeah, it's really fast. It doesn't like it takes a much. couple of minutes. Tastes like a million bucks. Yeah, I would highly recommend it, fast food. They make it however you want it. Yeah, that's true. Usually, if you say you don't want pickles, you you could scream at them when it comes with the pickles. Boom, they make you another one. Two minutes. It's pretty nice. So customizable. Uh, further down on the uh, on the. Uh, iceberg we got dead guests and um, that's yeah. pretty true a lot of the people who've been on the show have died it's so eerie it's eerie we got roommate john we got reina rodriguez and we got ted and yeah. all, all gruesome by the way extremely extremely gruesome so, miles is probably dead too i have not checked on him but that that would not surprise me if he's if he, he Honestly, earlier when I talked about that dead body, it hasn't been found yet. The odds of it being Miles, 
one and nine. I don't know. I saw a picture of him and one of our former coworkers at the factory, yeah, like posing for a selfie, and it was kind of like off center and out of focus, as a lot of uh, pictures of both of those individuals are. Sure, yeah. But they looked fine. Well, they didn't. I look, mean, they didn't look dead. Uh, they looked like <clears throat> honestly, if they it died, and that was the last picture they ever took together. Uh, oh, that, that would probably be like a real shame. <laughs> it's not exactly one you'd want to put on display at the funeral home, is what I'm saying. It was uh, pretty trashy. Yeah, they're about to go all the way back to his high school graduation. Um, up, <laughs> up next is uh, we already talked talked about her, but uh, it, it's Mitzi Fairchild. She's the first one kind of below the surface. You know, almost almost a co-host of the show. Uh, me and Mike saw her at the Just for Laughs festival, and we thought she was like. Maybe the funniest person ever. I don't know. I don't know what else to add to that. Uh, it just didn't work out. Yeah. Um, I'd love to have her on again. I don't know. She's really busy. She's uh, absolutely one of the funniest people ever. Absolutely. That's not even a question. All right. So these two are kind of on the same level, um, a little further down the iceberg. Um, I guess there are two big questions people have about the show. Um, number one is... I'll just do these together because they're both like pressing questions that we could we could just answer them now. What did Joe say? And I'm guessing they mean at the end of the, the last episode to Mike. And did they die in Nolaweenies? I think these are both pretty good questions. Uh, Mike, do you wanna do you wanna um, I said it to you, so I mean I, I wanna keep it between me and you, but you can share if you want. Well, um <clears throat> Frankly, I was hurt by what you said. Okay, sure. Fair. It was it was meant to be kind of hurtful. I, I don't know why I, that's what I chose. I think I think what you said, I don't remember the exact wording. Sure, sure. But it was something like, You're a piece of shit. I never want to see you again. <laughs> like, fuck you. Or something like that. That's how yeah, that's I mean, that's how I felt. But I know that once I got it off my chest, you know, you're kind of like, ah, you know, that's, that's dumb. <laughs> that's how I felt after I said that. I was like, oh, I don't know. I, I got almost, I don't think I did, but I kind of almost like I like ruined the end of the show a little bit with that. <laughs> but I know you that kind like, of ruined the end of our friendship uh, in a way. I mean, I get that, but I think it's, <laughs> I, I like to speak my truth and um, I'm, I'm glad that I told you that, but honestly, if you ask me today, gun to my head, I don't feel that way. So I hope that you don't take it too hard. Uh, all right, I, I forgive you. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. That's really cool because that was also besides our um, our severe ailments. That was another thing. It was definitely a big hold up to do more episodes. It's like me and Mike kind of like hit a wall there, you know. And I don't know why, but I'm glad that we worked it out. <clears throat> did 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 we die in Nolawinis? No. Yeah, that's stupid. We're still we're obviously still alive. Yeah, dumb. Next. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's in there. That's so fucking stupid. Anyway, speaking of not stupid, when played bass and suede. We did touch on this briefly, a little bit, but I think it's kind of cool. And it's yeah. um. And people think like, no, wait, um, and I don't know his name, like, you know, fucking 
the guy who played bass for uh, Suede played bass for Suede, you know? It's like, no, Wynn also played bass for Like, they had two bass players for... I'm on the record. That guy was at the show. Okay, there we go. Okay, so you're like, you're their man in the studio. You're like their secret weapon, you know? Yeah. And you're on coming up. not very good. (laughs) You're on coming up and you're on head music, right? Those are the two you're on? Yeah, now what is it wasn't about talent. That guy's like way more talented, but it was just a, a certain thing that I brought to the studio that right. made everybody feel comfortable. Weed. So, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't about the bass playing, really. Yeah, you're like, I'll give you guys weed. Let me just like fucking slap on this eight, how eight, ten string boy, whatever. How many strings the bass has? Let me just slap on this guy. And you guys could just enjoy this free ganja and let's just make some fucking rock and roll. That's that's how I actually say it. I don't know any of that. I don't mean to put words in your mouth. Is that what you said? That's exactly what I said. That's that's what I thought. Let's rock and roll. And you know, I love those records. I know everyone thinks those ones are bad, but they're not. They're actually pretty sick. Um, up next is uh, a little further down. We got the No Zone Fire. And this is true. This is something of the original episodes were recorded in, in a kitchen. I, I, I want to say like a kitchen-like room. Um, in well, Mitzen. it was it was uh, it was like a, the kitchen and the living room were all sort of one room. There wasn't really like a wall between them. Okay, I think we were kind of straddling that line, but we were definitely I, more on the kitchen side. You were. I feel like I was sitting in the living room, buddy, and maybe maybe it shows in my energy, too. I mean, the very first recording that we did of the show at all was I was cleaning animal waste off the floor of the no zone. Oh, man. And then, ironically, that animal got wasted when that motherfucker went up in flames. Yeah. Uh, dead, uh, and let's that's another dead guest, the dead dog. Oh, yeah, any Leave animal it. you heard in the background got roasted up, just so you know. They just uh, get them out. It was oh. weird. We lost the Newport sign. Uh, fans yeah. uh, may remember the Newport sign. Remember, I was digging and, through it, I was digging through the rubble, like it's gotta be here. And you're like, dude, what, remember what you told me? Like, let it go. We gotta move forward. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, well, I mean, look, there's other Newport advertisement advertisements yeah. out there. What you said was, this is the old port. We need to find a new port. Mm, that is what he said. <laughs> <laughs> but anything to add? I mean, no foul play was suspected, right? Just, uh, rather, rather no foul play fire. was uh, suspected uh, on like an official level. I mean, I had my suspicions, but the police did it. Uh, seem to think that they were valid yeah i don't know why you you were just really always poking that wasp's nest and i wish i do wish you would stop uh next up is charles MacArthur. you guys remember him fuck the buddha oh yeah yeah this is a little obscure uh, heat lightning from heat lightning which is the debut of win Tremendous. Um, so. I don't. I'm, I'm not sure if I remember this. Charles MacArthur. He basically he He's came the best down, guest ever. He is. He he came down upon us. He rode down on from the lightning to to where we were, 
and he he made these bold proclamations about uh, Aleister Crowley and the, and the Dalai Lama and just everybody. He was really, um, he really is something. And um, he refused to give us his name. We later identified him as Charles MacArthur. Um, yeah. yeah I, mean, I definitely, I wish I could add more, but, you know, he came and he went very mysteriously. Uh, I would have loved he was somehow more prepared than any of us have ever been to do a podcast and like say all the right things. Yeah, I know. Um, it's my, true. My central memories of that episode are that couple from Toledo who uh, we had that very lewd uh, conversation with or conversation about. I can't remember exactly which. And then we saw Blaine at the very end and he uh, just mumbled a few things. We thought it was going to be funnier than it was. Oh, yeah, that was a drag. <laughs> <laughs> but the people from Toledo were great. Oh, absolutely. They were they were tremendous. And you know what? I'm sure they had sex later that night. And they one of them, if not both of them, thought about us during it. So that's pretty, yeah. Not even like in a way, like not even in an inclusive way. It's like, what, what the hell was that earlier, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he gets a little distracted. It's not it didn't help him out in any any conceivable way. Uh, further down, we got grade that soup. Um, grade that know, soup, yeah. Grade that it, soup. I think one of, the, one of the all-time great uh, games, I would say. I would say too, in terms of like a recurring bit, it's the only one that even made the iceberg. But I, I you know, I would say that makes sense. I think it's definitely one of the more enduring ones. Uh, one of our better features. I would have loved to have graded more soup. Uh, for sure. Well, it's funny because it's something that you hear just like walking around in the street. People are always like, yeah. "Great, that soup," and you're like, "Whoa, I, I invented that phrase." Yeah, even sorry, though I, okay. I didn't, yeah, I didn't not. invent it, but I was <laughs> I was nearby when it got invented. Yeah, I was like, "Okay, uh, I, are you the host of Boys in the Know?" I'm like, "Actually, you know, yeah." <laughs> it's always pretty cool. I gotta say, I was I was disappointed not to see uh, uh, Metacritic is tough on the iceberg. You know, you know it just played out. I don't. That's like what know, the I, iceberg I, is made out of. I didn't. I didn't make this iceberg, but I would say that I would absolutely have had Metacritic is tough above Charles MacArthur. I don't. That's like a fan favorite thing. I, I never really understood that one. Uh, next up is Ween. And um, I think that's a typo, but I love it. Yeah. A ween? Is that is that? Are you talking about the band? Or are you talking yeah. about a win? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Or are you trying to say like weed? It just says ween. Ween ween is a band that ween <laughs> is a fan of. That's true. And then I'm a fan. I think all of us are, are fans of ween. But, I like. But I feel I, I would definitely say that ween is like the the uh, the greatest level of appreciation for them and. His name is uh, only one letter off. And actually, I got asked that. Um, is that a coincidence? And um, no, it's not. Right? It's not. It's just yeah. irritating. That's right. <laughs> it's irritating. Um, up next. Oh, I don't know who wrote this junk. What did Joe do on 9-11? Anyway, up next. Mike's football <laughs> career. Wait, no, no. We got to talk oh. about this once again. No, it's the, it's, the, it's the 20 year anniversary of 9-11. It's the 20 year anniversary of that time that you uh, used 9-11 as an opportunity to do your laundry because you knew the laundry room was going to be empty. And then uh, you talked to someone in the laundry room and then you ended up. OK, OK. 
<laughs> you're 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 a New Yorker too. I mean, you're that's like that's your backyard. You you ended up you ended up uh, doing your laundry. I think it's a, I think it's an inspiring story. In a lot of ways, I'm a first responder. <laughs> Let's just say John Stewart would be pretty stoked to meet me. <laughs> um, up next. Mike's football career. We already talked about this, but just guys, you really sleep on this. Mike's kind of a bad dude. You should you should kind of watch just kind of like what you say about him in general, I think. Because his yeah. rotator cups are huge now. Yeah, this is a this is the guy. Yeah, I'll push who, you into a into a locker and call you a dweeb. And you just don't need that in your life right now. What <laughs> are you? Some kind of science nerd? Ah, oh, Dude, he hates science. Because <laughs> it's not sports, and I get it. Um, yeah, I was, well, I wasn't on the team for the whole season, but I never played in a game. So you never put a helmet on? They never needed I put it, it on, but I didn't, I didn't use it for anything. Mm. So you're oh. an anti-masker. Oh. <clears throat> uh, I don't know if that uh, quite applies. Mm, that's interesting. I um up next we got just three more in five minutes. I think we could run through these because these these deep ones here. I don't really some of these are real real out there. Uh, the book of the law. I guess a lot of people think that uh, our show is kind of loosely based on it. I've never seen it that way. But you know, uh, do what you want to do. Do what you want to do. I kind of read that a little. I don't know. I don't. I, that guy was nuts. Hey, I call it the book of lies. Look at that. So, I don't know. Do do your own research, guys. Do you really think the show's based on the book of the law? I don't. I don't think so. Uh, the dog bite. Now, this one's interesting to me because I briefly mention it in the final Nolowinis. Yeah. And it's true. I was bitten by a dog. I was bitten by a dog too. It was just happening to us for a little bit, and uh, you know, I think. I don't know. I don't think there's a... Um, and the last one is um, I met Wynn in Tempe, Arizona, which came up briefly at the end of uh, Radio Amaritage. Um, and it's true. I did I did meet Wynn before we started the show many years ago when we both lived in uh, Tempe, Arizona. I guess, uh, when was that, Wynn? Like 2007, you want to say? Yeah. I was, was going to school for uh, studio engineering or something like that. Yeah, and I was in a, desert, a, yeah, a blueberry pie band. festival, right? I got meat puppets kind of band. Yeah, um, it was about the pie festival. Yeah, the pie festival was great. And the two that I went to, I, I'll never forget them. Obviously, we talked about one of them on the show. The other one, I don't think for legal reasons we could talk about on the show at all. Wynn knows what I mean. Um, well, I, guess- I can say this. It's just a suburb of Phoenix, so don't be thrown off about like where where even is it. It's It's in Arizona. Yeah. I don't think it's really a suburb of Phoenix. Like I, think that's, I don't think that's exactly it. Like, I think Tempe uh, is it's is a city in its own right. It's yeah, but I'm just Phoenix, saying, don't like be thrown off about the say in Tempe. It's like basically just think of it as like a street. Yeah, it's the biggest. Hey, I've got house. a special guest. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, uh, I got uh, I got a uh, I guess uh, for the show. This is uh, 
He goes by the nomenclature of uh, Steph Stefan the Riot. Oh my God! Hi there. Oh my God! Hey, hey, Stephon. hey Stefan, how are you? Uh, who's this? This is Boys in the Know. How are you? Oh hi, hi. This is amazing. You know, we only have two and a half minutes left in the show. I'm so glad that you're here. Like you kind of like, uh, you know, wrap it up for us. How was your hurricane? Were you all right, buddy? Yeah, yeah. I was good. Yeah, I, uh, like I actually had a very pleasant uh, two weeks for the most part. That's what's up. Yeah. I, that. I got out of town and, you know, took a yeah, nice little got, trip. You got the means, of course. Me, I'm yeah. poor. I mean, I ain't really rich either. Yeah, but you got a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool, man. You got like, a little bug out location you like to go to? Yeah, I got a few. I love that. You know, you heard about the, the, the curse of like being a guest on the show, right? I have not. You haven't heard about it. I think you're going to find out. I think you're going to find out really, really soon. Oh, man. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like Final <laughs> Destination. It's, exactly. it's pretty much exactly like that. Okay. Well, I mean... I've watched those movies, all of them, so I feel like I could, I can probably handle it. You, you, yeah. you can handle a very painful, convoluted death. I mean, I've seen these, I've seen the movies, so I, I feel like you know I have a good idea of how to like grapple with this, you know, curse. Right, well, when you you're, slip you're in the shower going by. and grab a live wire <laughs> and pull in your boombox, we'll see how prepared you are. Anyway, this has been Boys in the Know. This is the end of the episode. Thank you to uh, Stefan, the riot. Thanks, Stefan. Good to hear from you, buddy. It's great to hear from you. And, um, you know, this has been, this has been, it's a real hoot to do this with you guys. And I, uh, I hope that we can do it again someday. If not, no pressure. I get it. Every day is a gift. Uh, especially <laughs> Especially with my bladder just kicking the fucking shit out of me every day. Your bladder, my AIDS wins lupus. Stefan, you doing all right? Um, I've got an infected toe.